Hello everyone and welcome to the Impact Play, impacting more than just gaming. We are your weekly source for the latest news, updates, discussions, and debates that bring us to beyond than just gaming. We're not only blurring the lines between gaming, tech, entertainment, sports, and even music. We are amplifying voices from those perspective fields and having the stories told here on the Impact Play. Join us as we record the show live over at Twitch.tv backslash the impact play and by clicking on that notification bell so you will be notified when we do go live or later on youtube or even on your favorite podcast platform just simply search for the impact play whoever you consume your content wherever you consume it we are there join us on patreon receive recruits and above get the show ad free go to recruits and above have exclusive access to not only the post show but they can even call in to be a part of the live show experience, plus early access to our VODs and so much more. Learn more and become a Patreon supporter today at patreon.com backslash the impact play. I'm Ishwaz Muhammad, otherwise known as It's Yagu. This is episode 126. On the agenda, we have a new Marvel MMO that might be in the works. Ubisoft is planning to launch its own theme park. The Xbox Series S leads Black Friday weekend. Adidas enters the metaverse. Hellbound surpasses Squid Game on Netflix. And Kanto leads the box office. Kojima Productions launches a brand new division. The National Basketball Players Association kicks off its 14 days of giving. The 2021 Grammy nominations are here. The weekend launches his very own card collection with NFTs on the way, plus the top stories of the week. So we are an Epic partner. So with every purchase you make within the Epic ecosystem, when you use our credit code, the Impact Play, we do get a commission that will help support and further elevate the show and take us to new heights at no extra cost to you. So whether you're buying uh, V-Bucks on Fortnite, the latest... Uh, the latest uh, Rocket Pass over on Rocket League, or any game within that, within the Epic Store, we get it. We get a portion of that uh, of that sale, which goes to for further leveling up the show and investing literally in the show itself. So, uh, support us there is just one of the very many ways that help support that will help support the show at no cost to you. So, welcome to our very first segment of the show, where we discuss what we have been playing, what we have been enjoying, and essentially what we have been up to. So, I did do a live uh, playthrough, I believe it was... When was it? Let me take a look at the VAR. Let me take a look at the channel. A couple of days ago, if I'm not mistaken. I know I did a live stream on Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Day. I believe that's the last one that I have. Let me take a look. This Twitch thing is even more confusing. I've changed a lot of things lately. Oh, there we go. Okay. So our last playthrough was actually three days ago. Yeah, so it was Thanksgiving Day. So we ended up playing some Rocket League as well as some Forza Horizon uh, Horizon 5 as well. So lately... Oh, yeah, I haven't purchased the Rocket Pass yet. Yeah, I'll do that later on after the show, in the post-show. 
uh, yeah. I've played a little bit of Rocket League. Rocket League was fun, especially that uh, limited time mode for um, the football edition, but it was great. I've had a blast. Uh, Forza Horizon 5, just to cruising through <laughs> Mexico, essentially. Grabbing all the XP, as well as the fast travel billboards. Uh, I did a couple of races as well. And in regards to entertainment-wise, I've been watching... Lucifer I took a break from what I'm watching now is Arcane Season 1. I'm, I'm catching up with it. I believe I have three or four episodes left on, uh, for the first season. But it's, I've been enjoying it lately. I've, I've been, I've definitely, it's definitely been a blast. Uh, I've finally got into playing Pokemon Sword and Shield, the first DLC expansion that came out a while ago that I purchased. I never really got, got into. So yeah, that's something. Uh, and another note, I was able to finally cop a Xbox Series X uh, bundle. I got an email from Microsoft. I believe I mentioned this on the post show last week. Hey, welcome, Doggo. Welcome in. Glad to see you again. How was your How was Thanksgiving for you with the fam? But uh, nonetheless, I have it hopefully coming by tomorrow, if not by Tuesday, the latest. I have Far Cry 6 as well. And yeah, I'm gonna ha I'm gonna I'm not gonna play any any gaming uh, any games until I receive my Xbox Series X. So uh, keep that in mind as well. Uh, but nonetheless, that's about it. But I did also order some charging stands for the Xbox uh, for my controllers uh, Xbox 20th Anniversary Edition, as well as the Forza uh, Forza Edition as well from GameStop. So I have that on the way as well. But nonetheless, what other Black Friday deals have you guys uh, have you guys uh, been a part of? Let me know in the comment section down below. Let me know later on our YouTube once this YouTube video is up as well. And yeah, let us know your best uh, f uh, f uh, Black Friday deals, Cyber Monday weekend deals as well. So without further ado, we're going to hop into the news, folks. And we're going to start with your gaming play. Gaming play, gaming play, gaming play, right here. Okay. And the first off is Ubisoft. Has been very excited over the recent years about the idea to launch their very own theme park. They had planned to open one back in 2020. But it didn't come into fruition. But this latest article coming from Collider. From Akasha Rangmi has partnered with Storyland Studios that uh, uh, they are working on developing the world's very first Ubisoft Entertainment Center as Studios Aksitani Mediterranean. The Ubisoft Entertainment Center is currently planning for an opening in 2021. It will be inspired, of course, by the biggest Ubisoft franchises. So I'm definitely looking forward to uh, looking forward to this. Hopefully, take part in this once it opens. Next, what do we got? We have this new MMO that that might be in the works sometime after 2023 from Kotaku, written by Zach Zuizen. 
revealed yesterday via an investor presentation. Daybreak Games, Austin-based Dimensional Inc. Game Studio, is developing a brand new Marvel MMO. However, according to the same presentation, it will actually be a few years away before we see any trailer or any some sort of announcement. Of course, if it's just announced, if it's just been announced to them that it's in the works of course we're not going to get any sort of announcement trailer any sort of sneak peek if they did even start development <laughs> i guess two and two kind of makes sense as previously spotted by Eurogamer and twitch streamer miller daybreak's parent company anak global seven released its quarter through 2021 financial report in that presentation, which is available online, the company quietly announced that Daybreak and Dimensional Inc. were working on a new AAA MMO utilizing a Marvel IP. According to another slide in that same presentation, excuse me, unannounced Marvel MMO is being led by Jack Ermint. He currently is in charge of DC Universal Online, but before that, he helped design and run City of Heroes and co-founded the studio behind that MMO, Cryptic Studios. So that's about it for that. Mm. So next we have this. A new patent from the folks over at Sony. Hinting at a PlayStation mobile controller of some sort. Let me show you what I'm looking at. For all you audio listeners, you'll be definitely missing out if you're not coming back to watch the VOD on YouTube. Um, gotcha. That's the pattern for you folks. So it looks like it's a split DualShock controller that attaches to a phone. So similar to what we have for uh, from Backbone, from... Uh, Razer as well. So, so let me show you exactly. Right here. So, it looks like it's going to be something similar to this, but instead of it being linked, they're going to be separate. So similar to the Nintendo Switch. That that would, that would be the best comparison. All right. So let's get more in depth into this. Update. What do we got? This one's coming over from Video Games Chronicle. By Andy Robinson. So the patent, which was published this week by Sony Interactive Entertainment's Japanese division. Describing a system for playing games on a device coupled with two controller grips. The controller which resembles the DualShock 4. It is described as a left grip portion and a right grip portion gripped by the left and right hand uh, hands of the user. This is just from the patent. Uh, includes the drawing of the device omit a shaft portion that can be tilted by the user and detects the tilted direction and tilted amount of that shaft portion. So I think I have an idea of what this patent entails. So DualShock 4 controller? You know how we tell that when we play games, even though it doesn't really, it doesn't do much, it doesn't do anything in the game. But I'm assuming 
that this is this is um what it's uh talking what it's talking about in, in this pattern with a slight tilt it'll move so something similar to what we do on a normal basis all right moving on the xbox series s was black friday's most popular console according to adobe and analytic estimates that the 300 new generation console outsold its rivals this week this one came over from Video Games Chronicle once again. But this time by Andy Robinson. So Adobe claimed its data came from analyzing 1 trillion visits to retail sites in addition to serving over 1,000 retailers on their most popular items. So it doesn't come as a surprise because it is a 300 generation console. Literally, I'm planning to buy it too sometime later on next year. I'm not planning to buy it now because I have a Series X on the way. The reason why I want an Xbox Series S is simply for a travel campaign, like when I travel to events, uh, games, concerts, what have you. This way I'll have, instead of, you guys already know how bulky the Xbox Series X and the PS5s are, Xbox Series S is simply small and 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 it's, it's an extra console, essentially. So yeah, it's not surprising. So this one's actually very, very interesting. This was this was coming from a tweet from Bleacher Report uh, via Godux. All right, and let me listen in on this too. I hate when Twitter botches quality. That's why I don't like Twitter. For videos and, and pictures. Let me see if I can get a better quality video from this. Hold on. Stay with me, folks. Oh, actually, let me go to their... Instagram. I think it's the best option. I don't see it here. Quality is a whole lot better now. Okay, F11. And then, here we go. Uh, is it ready to hide the comments? I guess not. Oh. Hold on, I think it's on mute. Give me a second, folks. I think the whole tab's on mute. Figured as much, that makes sense. Okay, and now we go back to the VOD and play it. Oh. 
as you can see it's a warship from Halo look at Master Chiefs right here and this was all via uh, as you were watching the game via the TV so of course people actually in the stadium can't see this because it's all AR Halo Infinite this was great when I heard about this when I first uh, heard about this Halo logo Time report. So that was a nice little uh, thing from the Gold Ducks uh, in the Ozen Stadium. Let me see. The Oregon Ducks, I'm sorry. So the University of Oregon. Okay. Next, what do we got? So we have Fortnite Chapter 3 that's on the way, and there might be a little leak that kind of teases what's to come. This is coming over from GameSpot via Mark Delani. Fortnite Chapter 3 is all by accounts just around the corner, even though Epic hasn't officially confirmed it by its name, but we do know. That chapter 2 ends on December 4th, and it's safe to assume that a new chapter and a brand new island awaits us. Epic's latest tweet seems to wink at players holding out for more clues uh, for what lies ahead. Let me show you the tweet. Here's the tweet. Remember the first drop feeling? An undiscovered world with new secrets to unfold. And lastly, we have the Analog Pocket begins shipping in mid-December. If you guys have already pre-ordered the device, you should uh, you should have received an email that. To update your details and to confirm your shipping information. Alright, so it looks like we're done with your gaming play, folks. Now I'm going to move on to tech. And we don't have that many articles today. But what we do have is the first one, where we have Adidas uh, dipping its toes into the metaverse. They recently launched the first Pope, which is a proof of attendance protocol, and it's Adidas confirmed app. The unique digital tokens offered to select users serve as a timely way for the sportswear brand to identify its most loyal confirmed app users. Which I was too late to hop onto this. Like so, it's only for you guys were picked. Essentially, they received the notification within the Adidas confirmed app. So that's why I'm why I did it. I was I was made aware of this. So here's the statement for those of you in search of new playgrounds where possibilities are limitless. We invite you to join us as we and as we voyage into the metaverse. The digital collectible 
is our way of rewarding you for following your create your curiosity as you explore this new age of original originality altogether. The token provides you were here from the beginning of this journey. Keep it safe; it may come in handy. Hint, hint. This is the first step in our journey to empower the creators of tomorrow to thrive in the metaverse, a play where a place where players where anyone can express their most original ideas and be the most authentic selves. It will take some learning, some building, and a leap of faith. If you already have, show us the way. If you're new, come and join us as we can't wait to see what we do together. And let me show you their first pop, I guess you could say. First pop. This, this, what's funny is I went to their original site and the quality looks a lot better on Twitter, which is a shocker. So here's the pop thingy. And here is the tweet, which definitely looks a lot better, the quality. It's only because it's just a simple GIF. Hi. Uh, buddy. Okay, I guess I stopped it. But yeah. If you guys have this, let me know in the comment section down below. See? Even if it says it here, that you should have received, received an email. If you didn't claim it by now, you're locked, you're, you're locked out. So next we have Apple's apparently mixed reality headset. We have an update. So we have from an analyst, I should say. Uh, from Ming Chi Q that predicts the company will they release a headset sometime next year. Which we already aware of this we'll say 2022, 2023, to be to be more precise. That's literally all we have. For tech. Now we're gonna move on to entertainment. And this one is a hybrid between actually from a well known gaming developer, I should say. Kojima, Kojima Productions launches a brand new division focused on film and TV. Coming over from The Verge, written by Andrew Webster. Just Stranding Studio, Kojima Productions have announced a brand new division that looks beyond just video games. No new projects have been announced, but the company says the Los Angeles-based office will focus on securing opportunities in the film and television space. Death Stranding originally launched back in 2019 as the first title from the renowned Metal Gear director Hideo Kojima. So, it's definitely, of course, it's unclear what the project is going to be because they've just announced the studio. So, of course, there's going to be no new updates. So, two and two together? Two and two? <laughs> but, yeah, moving on. Ridley Scott has is making Blade Runner and an alien live action TV series. I, I kind of mix up the two new stories. 
Okay, director Ridley Scott has confirmed that the live-action TV series for both Blade Runner and Alien are in production, with plots already written. During an interview with Today on BBC Radio 4, the 83-year-old director confirmed that the pilot for the upcoming Blade Runner TV series has been written. We have already written the plots for Blade Runner and the Bible, he said, so we're already presenting Blade Runner as a TV show probably the first 10 hours. So it came over from Ryan Letson on IGN.com. Next, we have Jurassic World Domination releases a five-minute prologue. Well, we had that won't be happening until June, but we do have an official teaser for the film, which we'll do a live reaction hopefully sometime this week for. And it'll hit theaters on June tenth, twenty twenty-two. So we have Masters of the Universe Revelation Part 2. It's now on Netflix. And this one's coming from comicbook.com once again. And yeah. We have a final trailer for Pokemon Evolutions. As well as some new posters. This is kind of a tweet coming from Cerebi.net. Alright, there you are, folks. Two. And last eyes. So I'm definitely excited for this. I actually prefer the, the evolution uh, side of Pokemon, where it's like more mature and actually. Pokemon, where they actually changed the, the what do you call it? <laughs> the, the protagonist, Ash, which has been the protagonist for <laughs> literally years. Okay, next we have a, a teaser for the reboot for Bel Air as well. And then Hellbound surprises Squid Game and becomes the number one most watched. TV show within 24 hours. This is coming over from HypeBeast.com and ran by Ambrose Leong. Squid Game has been officially dethroned by the newly uh, the newly released series Hellbound on Netflix. In just 24 hours, the Netflix original jumped to the first position in world rankings, a feat that took Squid Game's eight days to accomplish. But um, I've definitely I've hopped into this. I believe I watched. I haven't watched the f- complete first episode, but um, I, I we did a live reaction with this as well, where I was intrigued by it, and it actually looks interesting. So I'm definitely excited to finish it, the first season. Or should I say the season? There's only one season. <laughs> So next we have NBC's coverage of the Macy's Day 
Thanksgiving Day Parade drew a total of 25.4 million total viewers and a 6.4 rating in the adults 18.49 through 49 demographic on Thursday across the live broadcast and encore immediately after, according to Nielsen, first international data from NBC. This is coming over from Deadline, written by Patrick Hypes. So the parade live ran from uh, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern on NBC and Peacock. All right. So the Book of Boba Fett, we have our brand new images from the upcoming series. Coming from comicbook.com. So let me show you what I got. That was written by Kofi Outlaw. Hmm. Uh, where is the number? I think that's the only one that we have. Yeah, it's the only image that we have. Well, here's the full gallery, so let's click on that. Uh, buddy. Oh. The director. Okay. But the leaf, we saw some of this too, if I'm not mistaken. But that's about it. That's all we got. For the stills. Okay, so we have some new costumes re- revealed in the upcoming Captain Marvel 2 set. This one's coming over from Jana Anderson via comicbook.com. And here's the tweet that it's referencing. Right? Of course, with the CGI and everything, it'll look a whole lot better. A scroll. Am I right? The blue face? The blue skin? Okay, now what do we got further? What the hell is this? Huh? Hold on, give me a second. Let me look something up. Oh, okay, I got it. Okay, edit. Yeah, so here's this next one that Halo, I'm not Halo, Hellbound has season two plans. Of course, since it did so successful because Squid Games is working on a season two as well. So I guess thank you, Variety, for that update. Next, we have a new trailer as well for the Rumble that will be arriving early in Paramount+. Plus. Later this year. And now for the weekend box office. Disney's Encanto. Is I gotta look for it. So grossing an estimated 27 million over the three-day weekend and 40.3 million over the five-day span beginning Wednesday. Uh 
So next we're gonna see something. Holding in second place, we have Ghostbusters Afterlife with an estimated 24.5 million in its three-day period and 32.25 million over the five-day. And House of Gucci followed with a 14.23 million over the three-day weekend and 21.83 over the five-day, over, over a five-day period. And Gaga and Gucci drove in 12.8 million dollars uh, for the opening weekend. It was 34 million. And fourth place was Eternals. I dropped uh, dropped 29 percent with estimated 7. million dollars for the weekend and 11.4 million dollars over over the five day period. And that's and Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Uh, where are you? Five point twenty-seven million dollars over the three-day weekend, and eight point eight million eight million eight point eight million dollars over the five-day period. <laughs> like uh, I couldn't speak. <laughs> that's about it, folks. For entertainment. And now we're going to move on to sports. Where are you? Oh, here we are. No, that's not it. This is it. Okay. So we have. What's this? Major League Soccer has announced the 20, uh, 22 home openers for all 28 MLS clubs, including the, de- the debut of expansion team Charlotte FC, the opening of Nashville's SC's most anticipated new soccer-specific stadium. So guys, you're interested in checking out the full the openers. I'm going to provide the link in chat. All right. Got that. Now we have this 14 days, 14 days of giving program from the National Player National Basketball Players Association has officially kicked off. Okay, throughout the next two weeks, the NBPA's bus will be pulling up all all over the city. Participants will be entered to win a giveaway. Every day will be a different giveaway and prizes. Ranging from NBA players' favorite products and brands to a chance to have a meet and greet with players. And let me see if we can find that link as well and share that with you guys as well. Oh, I found it. But you simply enter every day and you have a chance to win some amazing stuff. Okay, there is a link for you guys. If you guys wish to enter. Alright. We're done with that. We're done with this. And now we have 
LeBron being fined $50,000 for an obscure gesture celebration. So this is coming up from CNN. LeBron James' celebration of Thursday's overtime victory over the Indiana Pacers has landed the forward with a fine from the NBA. A $15,000 punishment was handed for making an obscure gesture on the playing court, said the NBA in a statement on Friday. The incident occurred with a 1 minute and 17 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter of the Lakers' 124 over 116 overtime win against the Pacers on Wednesday. James was also warned for using profane language during media availability in response to the to his discipline. So also last weekend he was also ejected with his elbow bladed when his elbow bladed the eye of these uh, of Detroit Pistons player Isaiah Stewart. Altercation then sparked a confrontation reaction from Stewart and an on-court scuffle. But that's why he got ejected. Okay, interesting. And lastly, we have the NBA Week 12 results. If you guys weren't already aware, here are your scores. Chicago Bears defeats the Lions 16-4. The Raiders overcomes the Cowboys 36-33 in final overtime. In overtime. My bad. <laughs> uh... Oh, so the week 12 is still hitting again because there are still games going on. I guess we'll start with week 11 then. Let me see something. Or, no, we talked about week 11 last week. Okay. So, yeah, okay. This is just uh, hard to do, uh, to follow. So, the Bills demolished the Saints 31 to 6. The Bengals are currently uh, on maybe less than two minutes. Until halftime, 34 to 33 over the Steelers. The Dolphins are ahead of the Panthers, 21 to 7, with 3 minutes and 45 seconds left of the first half. And the Giants are currently winning 3 to 0 over the Eagles with less than a minute over the first half. And you have we have the Patriots uh, ahead of the Titans, 13 to 6, with. Less than three minutes of the second quarter. We have the Falcons ahead of the Jaguars. Really? We'll see how the, how long that lasts. Because that's what they're known for being ahead. And as soon as, as soon as they they can't keep that streak, they would they would stumble and start losing. So fourteen to zero with less than two minutes left of the second quarter. We have the Colts ahead of the Buccaneers, seventeen to seven, with. A little over five minutes left of the second quarter. And we have the Texans ahead of the Jets 14-3 with two minutes left of the first half. And today, we later we have one, two, three, four, five games. We have the Chargers taking on the Broncos at 4.05. We have the Vikings challenging the 49ers at 425. We have the Rams taking on the, the Packers for, at 425. And we have the Browns taking on the Ravens at 8.20 p.m. And the Seahawks taking on the Washington football team at 8.15 p.m. So what are your predictions? Let me know in chat. Let me know in the comment section down below. After this live is uh, on YouTube. As well as let me know by sending us a free email. 
Now we're done with sports, we're going to move on to the final new segment, music. And we're going to start with the 2012 Grammy Award nominees. The complete, well, we're not going to go through the complete list, of course, but we're going to highlight them. It's just around the corner. And the Recording Academy announced the nominations for each of the 86 categories. So we have Olivia, Rodrigo, and Phineas are each nominated in each of the big four categories. At, uh, we have of over album, record of, and song of the year, plus best new artist. Rodrigo was honored for her debut album, Sour, as its smash single, Driver's License. Phineas is up for... Really? That's how you say it? I think so. Phineas is up for producing and co-writing his work with his sister, Bully Elish, really? And for her, and for the best new artist in his own right. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Elish was, who was nominated in all of the four of these categories two years ago. It's up for album, record, and song of the year, as are Justin Bieber, Dodger Cat, as well as Lil Nas X. So, John Baptiste, who won an Oscar in April for Sowell, received 11 nominees. More than anyone else. Bieber, Doja Cat, and her are runner-ups with eight nods each. We have Chick Korea, who died on February 9th, is nominated for four awards. Three in the jazz field, plus best classical. Combendium? All right. So, record of the year, we have I Still Have Faith in You from Aiba, Freedom by John Bastiste, Get a Kick I Get a Kick Out of You from Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, Peaches from Justin Bieber featuring Danielle, Caesar, and Givon, Ray on Time from Brandy, Charlie, Kiss Me More from Doji Cat featuring SZA. We have Happier Than Ever from Billy Irish, and we have Montero by Lil Nas X. Jarvis License by Olivia Rodrigo and Leave the Door Open from Silk Sonic. Album of the Year, we have We Are by John, John ba- ba- Batiste. We have Love for Sale from Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Justice, uh, the Triple Chucks Deluxe from Justin Bieber. Planet Her Deluxe from Doja Cat. Happier Than Ever from Billy Irish. Back of Her Mind from Her. Montero from Lil Nas X, Sour, Sour from Olivia Rodrigo. We have Evermore from Taylor Swift, Doda from Kanye West, Song of the Year. We have Bad Habits, A Beautiful Noise, Jarvis License, Fight for You, Hyper Than Ever, Kiss Me More, Leave the Door Open, Montero, Peaches, and Right on Time, Best New Artist. We have Aruja Aftab, Gemini Aline. Baby Kiram, Phineas, Glass Animals, Japanese Breakfast, The Kid, Laurie, Arlo Parks, Olivia Rodrigo, and Saweetie. And of course, that's we have. There's going to be a lot more, but we hi, we just took the the we highlighted the best of the best, I should say. Wow, well, that was a lot to take in. And we have the winners from the 2021 Airy Awards coming from the music. Mm. 
the winners of the 2021 RIA Awards have been revealed, with Genesis Awusu dominating his before, uh, this year's event. After winning big at the J Awards last week, Jenna, sorry if I botched this, but Genesis Awasu has claimed the album of the year, best hip hop released, and best independent release for Smiling with No Teeth, an album that also claimed best cover art thanks to Kofi, Ansa, and Bailey Howard. Okay. It was held at or the A this year's ARIAs were held at Sydney's iconic Torango Zoo on Camorango Land and broadcast via YouTube at nine now and featuring performances from a number of award winners, including the Kid Lowry who picked up Best Artist and Best Pop Release for Stay and Bo Jerry, who won the Michael the Michael Gundixie Breakthrough Artist Award, which was presented by Ed Sheeran in a special video tribute to the late Michael Gutsky. And that reminds me of another uh, new story from last week I wanted to give clarification on. So other winners include Archie Roach, Takai Meza Troy Kasar Daily Middle Kids Crowded House Tropical Funk Storm Bluey and Stacks More and lots more I should say but yeah so literally what I wanted to further clarify Ed Sheeran had a Pokemon Go collaboration uh, we talked about it uh, last week on last week's show but it was supposed to be an in-game performance but it wasn't. All it was is it gave you a link to his YouTube, his to a YouTube video, which is not essentially a live performance in Pokemon Go. But yeah, so if you are a, a player in Pokemon Go, like I believe, is you get like like certain items every day from his uh, celebrating his collab. But yeah, now what do we got? The Weeknd, Blinding Light is the number one new song on Billboard's greatest hits of all time, uh, hit, a time hit 100 charts. In celebration, Billboard is launching a special uh, collaboration of, a special collection of trading cards, which will be followed by a debut of limited edition NFT collections. So Chubby, Checker once, uh, don't worry about that. It's just number one. So, so worry about this. Now I'm gonna further for, uh, further get clarification on his collection debut. So it launched Tuesday. Where you, uh, it's a collection of trading card packs available for purchase now for hundred dollars on the weekend shop. Releasing in conjunction with the weekend's new bubble cover story, the collection includes five physical cards with five different designs created by trading card veteran Karik Ching. It's always been a dream. Of, it's always been a dream of mine to create trading cards for the music industry, especially cards celebrating some of the world's renowned artists, says Chang. Uh, 
I'm thrilled to have the opportunity to celebrate with Billboard to highlight the weekend's milestone, which includes undoubtedly, which will undoubtedly play a role in defining the future of music. Every card is a full-blood card design, accentuated with two different coil colors and 120 point paper stock. The entire set includes a non-numbered card, a card foiled, a card foil numbered out out of out of 500, and a card foil numbered out of 100. A hand signed autograph card numbered out of 10, and a hand signed autograph card foil number one of each. Each pack includes one random trading card from the collection and the information breaking down the chart data. No, I figured as much. I was going to say the physical trading card launch will also be followed by a limited edition NFT featuring the NF the weekend in partnership with Autograph, a digital collect a, dig, a digital collecting company co-founded by Tom Brady. The collect the uh, collaboration is no surprise as the weekends re, uh, re- recently joined the autographed board of directors to help shape the future of the NFT space. So we'll share we'll share some details for you soon. I definitely follow the autograph on Instagram on social as well to be up to date. So we have Stefan Sandheim, the composer, lyric, and Broadway icon, who U.S. President Barack Obama said reinvented the American musical, has died at the age of 99. This was written by Adam Beckhurst via IGN, as reported previously by the New York Times. Sotheim's lawyer and friend F. Richard Rapas announced the news of his death and shared that he passed away at his home in Roxbury, Connecticut. He also noted that he had not known to be ill and that death was sudden. The day before, Mr. Sotheim had celebrated Thanksgiving with dinner with friends. So may he rest in peace. So we have Selena Gomez launching a new mental health platform called Wondermind. This was compiled on Just Jared from who who wrote this article, does it say? Did it give credit? Yeah, I'm not seeing credit. Yeah, I'm not seeing a credit. By who wrote this article. But yeah, so Selena Gomez has teamed up with her mom, Mandy Tifi, as well as Daniela per person to launch the new initiative, which will give people access to exercise and professionals to put their mental fitness first called Wondermind. The website explains you no matter how down or, or, or confused you might feel, we've been there too. So we've created a space to work it all out every day with candid conversations, physical tools, daily content, and a supportive community. We've each had our own mental health struggles, and we've realized that there's no inclusive, fun, and easy space where people could come together to explore, discuss, and navigate their feelings. So we created it, it added. In addition to the platform and access to professionals and exercises, the Wondermind will feature a podcast which will interview celebrities about their mental health journeys, which I'm definitely looking forward to. And I'm going to definitely... Show you guys the link as well, and I'll share that in the show notes as well. And lastly, we have HBO's DMX Don't Try to Understand documentary featuring DMX's 
story, I guess you could say. So you can check that out on HBO Max. Okay, let me sign up for these emails as well. Okay, let me reach out to them so I can get more info on this program from uh, Selena Gomez Wondermind. And I'll keep you guys uh, posted as well. So let me check Twitter see if we have any last minute uh, updates or anything um, breaking. Any breaking news for you guys? Looks like that's all we got for you guys. So Louis, okay, here's something. Louis Vuitton and Off-White are devastated to announce that the passing of Virgil Abloh a on Sunday, November 28th of cancer, which he had been battling privately for several years. So may he rest in peace. I believe that's all we got for you guys. Let me make sure. I've got that already. So apparently there is an article from Screen Rant. The slaying that season two of Hellbound might be animated. We'll see what happens. So John Cena announced at the San Diego Comic-Con Special Edition that a new trailer for Peacemaker will be dropping Friday, December 3rd. So talks for a 
second iteration for Red Notice is actually in talks. According to Russell, the director Russell, Marshall Thumber via Screen Rant as well. And it looks like that's all we got. Let me see if I have any other, anything else for you guys. Okay, that's about it. So it looks like that's all we got for you guys. So now we're going to move on to the video email. Guys, if you're interested in sending us, sending us anything, here's how you can contact us. We want to know your feedback, your thoughts, and even any questions that you may have for us by sending us video mail on our Discord server, leaving a voice note over at anchor.fm backslash the Empath Play, or even by sending us an email to readymail at the Who knows, we even be featured on a future episode or even a special video mail segment of the show. Thank you guys so, so, so much for making the Impact Play a part of your day. We should join a community server over on Discord. Simply enter exclamation Discord in chat now. Guys, we're trying to unlock subs over on Twitch. And we need your help. Literally, our last and final challenge we're trying to overcome are the views. And we cannot do those without you. To unlock subs for the channel. To help us elevate us and, and take us to new heights. So share the channel with your friends. If you're probably anyone who believes you will benefit from the show. Thank you guys so much. Leave us a review. Even just reading it on our favorite platform. Thank you guys again. And have a great one. And for those of you, goes across and above. I'll see you all on the post. For everyone else, have a good one. <laughs>